Hey, what's up guys? It's your host Anime Nerd and today I want to give you guys some more E3 update as well as Promise Neverland Chapter 90. We got this. So pretty much um, like last podcast I did, I'm going to go ahead and do my, not my hero, I'm so used to saying my hero, um, Promise Never, um, Neverland Chapter Review of We Got This, you know, pretty much the synopsis and review of it all and then go about the, you know, PlayStation and their E3 event that they hold yesterday and talk about some of the games that are coming out and what I'm looking forward to. So let's go ahead into this. So Promise Neverland Chapter 90, we got this. The chapter started off with Pepe lying on the ground. If you guys remember in the last chapter, he got pretty much slashed from Lewis, which is the demon that they're fighting right now. And he got knocked unconscious. So pretty much they grab Pepe and put him into an area of safety where they all are trying to hide from Lewis right now. So Nigel, the guy who is one of Lewis' friends, uh, was concerned for his friend Pepe and was thinking out loud about how could they defeat a monster and, um, you know, what kind of monster Lewis is and how, to they, how can they bring him down. Meanwhile, Emma and the other, uh, they tried to regroup and was looking around making sure the coast was clear and Lewis was looking for him or kind of sort of was looking for him if you want to say for you know Emma and her crew and then while you know while Lewis and Emma and then while making sure and clear you had Nigel who was in the like I would say to me I would kind of guess he was having like a panic attack the reason why I was saying that <clears throat> sorry is because there was a lot of things that were going on through his head, and he was trying to, like, oh, man, what to do, what to do, should I say, Pepe, go back, you know, how do we attack, and all those other things, but for the most part, you know, he was just having, to me, it was like a mini panic attack, and then once he finally kind of got his thought, he was like, then he stated, you know, to the other that we should get back on their feet and change position, but Mr., the guy with no name, so I'm just going to call him Mr. Because that's what Emma called him. Mr. said that there's no point because they already tried all that. And if you remember in the last chapter, he did change position and try to show that Lewis. And Lewis was catching bullets with his teeth. He was pretty much just doing the Matrix. Um, and Mr. said that they should go ahead and try to make a run for it. Because they already had no cards to play. <clears throat> and that that's the best chance is to run away while, you know, his senses is clouded. Because if you remember, they got he did get hit with a flash bomb. So he's not 100%. He's not 100% yet. So, for the most part, he's still, you know, trying to get back. Lewis is still trying to get back to it, but he's still trying to search for them. Um, Emma, of course, is going to disagree because that's just Emma nature. She's always Miss Optimistic and look out that she's... You know, she know what she have planned. And to me, if I was ever in that situation, I'm definitely going with Emma. It's because Emma kind of knows what needs to get done. And two, she's genius. She was raised in one of the best farms, her and Ray. So they're like top of their class. I don't know exactly who ranks the highest, either Emma or Ray, but Emma is nobody to be pushed around with. And just because the guy is an adult doesn't mean he's a genius like Emma. So I'm going to take my chances with Emma. Um, Emma said that if they run away now, that she won't be able to save everyone. And we all know Emma's goal is to keep everyone alive and everyone to make it out. She managed to do that. 
when she was escaping from, you know, the farm that they were staying in, which she technically managed to keep everyone alive. The only thing that sucked was she had to leave the babies there because if you think about it, if you would have took the babies, it would have been hard for them to, you know, pretty much, you know, managed to make an escape from it so emma so emma wants to try to save everyone as much as she can even the injured ones and of course mr is going to disagree with emma saying that that's going to be a massacre no matter what they do she that it should be best if they you know pretty much cut their ties you know cut their losses and save as many as they can so pretty much he's trying to say save all the healthy ones and leave all the injured ones and let them to die and then naturally, Emma is going to reply and say that it's going to be a massacre even if they run because Lewis is going to still track them, which is true. Lewis is a demon and he lives for tracking people. That he used to do that for a game. If you guys remember in the previous two or last chapter that he used to do this, pretty much it doesn't matter. He's, he likes tracking it. It gives him a, a rush of feel because, you know, he haven't had that for a long time. So. To him, Lewis is thinking, oh, this is the game and this is fun. Um, Emma then turns to Niles and asks, um, asks if he remembers what Lucas told him about the worst case plan. And Nigel said yes. Emma told Nigel just to hold off for a bit longer because um, she said we still got more hands to play. So clearly Emma has some things up her mind and she's really optimistic and knows what she got something to do. Like I said, Emma always seemed to have a plan. She's one of those characters that even though it's get thin, she got away. This always like even if it's just a point one or zero point one, she's gonna figure out a way to win and do whatever she gotta do. So yeah, so Emma and Missy began to talk for a bit, um, having a little sign conversation. You guys gotta read chat. I don't like to try to give you guys all of it because if I give you guys all of it, then you guys might not ever read the chapter. So I'm just gonna leave bits and pieces out of it. And, you know, Emma then gave him the information that she know how to cross over to the human world. So, Mr. finally agreed that he'll follow Emma Lee. Emma thinks that Mr.'s finally opened up and asked him for his name because technically they still don't know his name. Mr. kind of, like, laughed and, like, well, you know, not really laughed, but kind of, like, in his way. It was, like, said, if they beat Lewis, he will tell her her name. And the, then the group started talking and coming up with plans on how to beat him. And then Emma noticed Lewis, you know, monkey cat-like creature, you know, that cat with that one big eye, which I'm going to tell y'all my, my suggestion on what that cat or monkey cat is, whatever that thing is, what I think, he, how he play a role to Lewis and everything. Um, but anyway, the monkey cat was staring at, um, was staring at Emma and them, and once he noticed that that was them, he let out a powerful screech. And then a couple, like, maybe even seconds later, Lewis came crashing in trying to attack them. And then the chapter ends with them running away. And Emma say that uh, they're pretty much it's time to execute the plan. So my prediction for chapter 091 is that Emma and them is going to go after that monkey-like cat creature. Because technically Lewis still isn't 100% and can't really see and his senses isn't all there yet. So their best bet is to take out the one creature that's acting as his senses. Because if you remember, pretty much, there was no way I feel like Lewis was able, should be able to dodge all those bullets. In a way, I feel like that cat holds like a special, a special bond towards with Lewis. 
and helping Lewis, you know, be able to dodge and do all those things he was able to do. Because there's no way he was going to find Emma and them unless that cat's acting like his eyes. So my prediction for this next chapter is Emma and them are going to focus their attack at that cat first to get rid of him. Because I feel like once you get rid of him, you can get rid of Lewis. And Lewis will be a lot more vulnerable since he's still trying to see from the flash. Now, is it going to be easy? No. It's not going to be easy because this is a manga and they're going to want to, you know, make it a lot more interesting as possible. So, you you best believe they're going to be fighting that cat for a little bit. The reason why I say that is because, you know, the cat looks like it's going to be really much based on speed and agile. So, they got to get a really precise hit on it. And Lewis is still there too, so they have to watch out for him. But I do predict that's how the way they're going to beat Lewis is taking care of the cat, that little monkey cat creature like first, and then moving on to the next boss. But that's it for that chapter. We're going to move on to, you know, what I was excited about yesterday. And it was pretty much, you know, E3 PlayStation Edition. I'm a big, huge PlayStation fan for those of you guys. I don't have a problem with Xbox. Love Xbox too, but... You know, PlayStation is my first love, and you get the gist of it, right? Anyway, so there's some interesting games that I noticed that PlayStation kind of like throughout, like the Spider-Man game, which everybody knew about, but pretty much this Spider-Man game have a completely new story, which I'm excited for. I saw the little preview of them fighting and all that all that much in it I thought it was like amazing I was like oh wow this is this is this is really good this is like you know I really like how the graphic is kind of brought back like the spidey senses if you remember playing the old one how the spidey senses used to coming out this one still have that the graphics look smooth I'm low-key want to know because the way they end the trailer of how they play left in a cliffhanger and I want to know what spider-man who was spider-man that was talking to I already pre-ordered the game, so you best believe I'm just waiting on the time. I think the game's supposed to come out in September, so be on the lookout for that. The next one is The Ghost of Tushima. Tushima. Um, that one, now, first of all, beautiful, beautiful. Like, it's, it's amazing how that game looked on um, Ghost of Tushima. Tushima, I don't know how to say it. All I know that grass, the way the wind blows, it's kind of like set back in the... Is it, is it correct, like the Shogun area? I don't know. Back when Samurais and so you used to fight with Samurais. Um, the fight scene that they show was was amazing. I really like how they did the detail. The, it's, it's bloody. And that's how I like it because let's be real. There ain't no fight where there's no blood coming out, especially if you're fighting with a Samurai and you're hitting people with a sword and so. I expect this game to come out probably in the, sometime close to the end between October, December, maybe even early, you know, I think it's early January. I don't really know, but it's definitely something that you should be on the lookout for. Another game that I would recommend people to be on the lookout for is Resident Evil 2. And of course, reason that it's a remake. And lately, I feel like a lot of game company has been doing a lot of remake and... There's nothing wrong with that because for us, it's definitely these newer generation systems can definitely and you know make these newer or older games, excuse me, even better. And Resident Evil already made a first, I believe, already made a first uh, 
you know, remastered edition. This one, which I'm not even going to lie, I didn't even know it was Resident Evil 2. At first, when the preview started off, I guess we was in a perception as a, like, a mouse in it. That you didn't find out you was a rat or a mouse until the mouse died or whatever. But pretty much for the most part, like, when I first saw the preview, I thought maybe, like, we're playing as some small guy trying to escape from the big guy. But later on, that we know, we see a police fighting a zombie enemy and getting bit. And then, then you see Leon, and then, you know, of course, everybody's going to scream and everything because, you know, they knew what it was. And right then off the back, I knew what it was. Pretty much that graphic and the remake edition of that looks amazing. Very fluent, very, it's just very crisp. Definitely something I will keep on our eye for it. So, if you guys remember Norman, Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead, well, he's apparently, and how he was supposed to be in this one, it's a Silent Hill, but they canceled that one. So, he got another game that he's going to be in, which is called Death Standing, well, just called Death Standing, which is weird. I'm not even going to lie to you guys, because at first, I'm like, okay, he's just climbing, carrying stuff on, like, a foreign wasteland planet or whatnot. And then you'll see, like, footprints of a monster I guess stepping walking past him and he's not moving which I'm like okay so there's enemies cool but what is it about so far I have no clue what it's about all I know is like this like he's carrying like a baby yeah I know guys you guys got to see this trailer it's hard to even explain but I don't know pretty much if he dies I guess he go back in a point in time or something like that I don't know it's it's weird it's but it definitely seemed cool. Um, Noah 2 is supposed to be coming out. And I just seen you know, the West trailer for My Hero 1 Justice. It was coming out August 23rd in Japan. And then October, sometime in October for us. So it's right around the corner. Right off the bat, this is going to be pretty much the newer version of Naruto Ultimate Storm. Uh, the reason why I say that is because the, the fights kind of remind me of it a little bit. Just better. And this time you have, you know, what do you want to call it, quirks and so. But what I really like about that game is it looks like it's going to have all the characters from Season 1 all the way up to Season 3. Maybe even going past it. I don't know yet. Not much has been given to us just yet. But I also like the whole idea that you can customize your hero. So if you got a favorite hero, but you want to customize them a certain way, which something Naruto never really did let you truly do was customize your character. Uh... So I'm looking forward to able to customize my character and making him even cooler or, you know, dorkier or whatever and stuff like that. I'm still waiting for more details out on that game. I think today is um, for E3, as far as E3 go, it's supposed to be Nintendo. So you guys already know they're going to already show Super Smash Bros. and all those. So best to believe you're going to have it. I know some, some of it already said that they already have, like, pretty much all the you know pretty much they're already going to have all the returning characters for super smash bro which they already released they also was i find it kind of interesting that they're going to finally have fire emblem mark to be voiced by english by english you know active which is to me i feel like it's going to be pretty pretty big because you guys understand mark well not pretty big but it's pretty you know deal with me because I always, you know, always wonder how come Martin never had, a, like, an English one. Everybody else off of Fire Emblem always had an English, like, dub, but not Mark. But 
I guess they finally decided on add it. So another thing they put the final smash ability. Ness will have a final smash where you have Paula and Pooh, while Lucas will have Kumatora and Bonnie. So Lucas is coming back. I don't think he was in the last one. I don't remember. Uh, Salt, Final Smash, Fiora will appear with the other party memory. And Mega Man, Final Smash will add Proto Man and Bass. Uh, so that's pretty much it. I want to know what's the new characters they're going to add. I'm pretty much waiting, looking forward to it and trying to see what will happen. So... Be on the lookout for more information on that. But until then, this is Anime Nerd, and you guys take it easy. Alright, love you guys. Bye.